Alright. I can chop so, this. Recording now. And playing on three. One, two, and three. I wasn't gonna do this one. But okay. I decided I, I, I need to. New music. These are the confessions of a band geek. Time to get personal. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. Uh, these are the confessions of a band geek. Reminiscing, thinking how I got to where I'm at. Throat back before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kind of sorta like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me, me. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Fifth grade, I remember it like yesterday. I saw the band and decided I wanted to play. I tried the trombone and the sax, but that wasn't fun. I always had rhythm, so I wanted to play the drums. But ain't nothing happening, I guess it was too late. I decided I ain't want to play them anyway. Then the director told you can lie. Then the director told me give the coronet a try. Handed it to me and told me to try to make a sound. Watching the hands to make sure I had the form down. Couple people staring, so I'm not trying to look stupid now. Played it so loud, I had everyone looking around. From that moment, I decided it was all. Fifth and sixth grade passed, I was still going strong. Seventh grade, my folks were glad I was serious about something. Moms took me up to Sadler's and bought me my own trumpet. <laughs> For real. Before I even learned how to rap Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week Um, 8th grade at Waldo, everything switched That's when I met Mr. Conrad and Mr. Tripp New beginnings, never seen nothing like this Private school to public school, I had to get a grip. Met a gang of homies that I loved like my brothers. Straight clowning up in class, couldn't tell us nothing. Walked to school every day with Louis Sotero. Was taken way too soon, we'll see you again though. Freshman year at East High, man it flew by. Still all up in my shell, I was super shy. Was cool with all the jocks cause my brother hooped. My cousins Trees and Ann had me plugged with all the ladies too. Sophomore year, it felt like heavy pep band Playing in the stands, drunk off 211 At the games, me and Vernon used to wild out And all my fellow band geeks know what I'm talking about Straight up <laughs> Before I even learned how to rap These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could, I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week. The year was when I started skipping class. My mom had found out I guarantee she kicked me. Did football one year and also did track. I threw the shot put in the disc, but really I was whack. Playing the trumpet was the only thing I stuck with. And that was only because my moms wouldn't let me quit. Hardly took my horn home, being lazy, I was good, and that's what drove Mr. Kaiser's shot crazy. Can't forget the day he told me he was disappointed, said I could have done something with the music if I wanted. The Walt Disney Parade marching, that's with my vision to be, and the artist really got started. But everything I know now, I wish I knew it then, I would have realized this music is my calling. So all the shorties coming up, remember no matter what, time is precious, don't waste it, no stalling, go all in. Throat back before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me, me. And if I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now. What time is it now? 8.01 a.m. You are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora. The second largest city's first daily news podcast. Jim Mendoza, good morning to you. Gloria Gerardo, good morning. Good morning to you, Aurora. Hope you have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. We always appreciate that. Yes. Uh, It's, but, uh, uh, as you guys already know, it's not just a we thing. Well, it is a we thing, actually. Let me, let me say that over. It is a we thing. Because the we includes you as well, the dear listener. Hope that you guys are having a great Monday morning right now. Um, let's see what the weather is like outside. Now, I recall that on my skin, it felt like it was negative 836 degrees. It's just because a brother gets cold very easily. Uh, you know, I, I just don't do it. I really don't. Once it hits 50, I'm freezing. Anyway, it's 20. 50. Word. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm that dude. Like, even if it's sunny, if it's a little bit of a breeze, I'm coming out with a sweater or something. How y'all doing? Damn, it's nice outside. It is, but it's chilly. Uh, it's 27 degrees outside. The high today will be 39 degrees. That'll be reached at 1 p.m. Looks like it'll be a partly cloudy day all day long, ladies and gentlemen. But tomorrow, there will be some sun. With a high of 48, Wednesday clouds with a high of 53, Thursday partly sunny with a high of 57, and Friday getting ahead of ourselves, but hey, better to be ready than unready. Uh, Friday will be 48 degrees, partly cloudy. Well, so how was the weekend? What y'all do? What y'all was doing? Where y'all go? Huh? What were you guys up to over the weekend? Let me know. Let us know in the chat. I mean, shout it out. You know what I'm saying? If you had something fun go on, well, we'd like to know about that. So put that in the chat. Jim Mendoza, good morning to you. Oh, uh, man. All of our people are up in here in this thing. Monica, how was your weekend? It was okay. My cat escaped last night or two days ago. And he came back yesterday. Wow. Yeah. And I posted on what's happening in Aurora and everyone was very friendly I appreciate that good mm -hmm. good good so the cat is safe right yes all right good mm -hmm. Uzuki word up Uzuki Uzuki was out there mm -hmm. in the hood running yeah, the streets yeah and he came back and he's very like he brought he, a six pack and everything he's like very like active right and then mm -hmm. he came back and now he's very like like scared like he he just wants to be like around me and stuff like that but I'm just like, oh. Damn. Yeah. Well, sorry to mm -hmm. sorry to hear that. Yeah. But you know, hope that his uh hope that his demeanor his changes. His spirits come back. Yeah. Because he yeah, he seems very scared. I could tell you I could tell someone's up I could mm -hmm. tell something was up with you. Yeah. See, we do this is a real show. This isn't no play. I could tell that you, because your whole Yeah, your whole little aura. Okay, mm -hmm. but anyway. Uh, sorry to make it awkward on air, <laughs> but this is life. Good morning, Taisha Saxon. Alyssa O'Cone, what is up? Hanging in Kentucky. That's what Jim Mendoza is doing. Lots of nature walks in the forest with the kids exploring. Jen, we hope that you guys have a safe, blessed, and positive trip out there in Kentucky. The time is now 8.05 a.m. Okay, first article that we got in the news. And you know what, Monica? Let's start it off right. We have something that qualifies as... The Aurora City Council is set to look at a half-billion-dollar 2022 budget that tries to recover some items put off during the past two years due to the coronavirus pandemic. Brand new in the beacon, the proposed budget is about $529 million when carryovers from the 2021 budget of $39.5 million are taken into account. That would be about a 20% increase from 2021. One, the actual spending plan for 2022 anticipates about $491 million in expenses with about $498 million in revenue. That makes the budget for the year balanced, according to Chris Minnick, Aurora's chief financial officer. CFO, what's good? Okay, um, now it goes on. Despite the proposed spending increase, the city, or excuse me, the amount the city asks for in property taxes would be the same 
as in 2020, which means there should be no increase in the amount of property taxes the city takes for most taxpayers. Ashley Monarchy, could you uh, DJ me on real quick? Let me just say that again. <laughs> say that again for these people. Let's read that one more time. Despite the proposed spending increase, the amount the city asks for in property taxes would be the same as in 2020, which means there should be no increase in the amount of property taxes the city takes from most taxpayers, which means I should see nobody in the comments in the chat on the city council. Well, why is my taxes going up? I just read you what it says right here. This is, this is, huh? You see that? When you got the information right and the facts, you don't gotta type in all caps and get crazy and use profanity. No. Elevate your argument. Elevate your argument. Cruz Ocho is here. Good morning to you, Cruz Ocho, you awesome person. I was just talking about you last night with a friend of ours named Ali Hernandez. Shout out to Ali Hernandez. Good morning to you as well. Dan Santos is here. Good morning, Aurora. We got Bally Doyle News too. We got that. Oh, we got that for you guys. The time is now 8.08 a.m. Okay. Um, so before I move on from this story here about uh, the half billion dollar budget for 2022, I want to end on this. According to Mr. Chris Minnick, once again, as I just told you, the Aurora CFO, Chief Financial Officer, he said that, or excuse me, he estimates the city would take about 17% of the property tax bill down from the usual of about 20%. The main levy from the city would total about $79.4 million with another $5.2 million levied separately for the debt. So there you have it, folks. There you have it. Monica, you know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's crazy about it, right? Weren't we just talking about like you know how interacting with the city and working with people and and the constructive because you you now there was a volunteer event over the weekend there was the black friday uh resource fair i had the vaccination that's clinic. right the vaccination mm -hmm. fair yeah where many of our aurora citizens and residents received free flu vaccines mm -hmm. and boosters that was awesome but we were able, i think it was at that event we were chopping it up like yo right you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar. You got to know what's going on. When you got the facts right, then you move. You know? But hey, what do we know? We're just two radio people. Okay. So next piece of news. And then I'm going to have Monica take the world to a commercial. Uh, here's the next piece of news. So just last week, uh, there was the unanimously approved plans. The Aurora City Council for... The large apartment complex that'll be taking place on the Fox River in between La Quinta and Jake's Bagels that we told you guys about for the last month. Uh, but the alderman approved the DAC Developments LLC plan for a 246 unit, 70 billion. Excuse me. Ah, God. <laughs> Not 70 billion. $70 million apartment complex between the uh, east bank of the Fox River and North Broadway between Jake's Bagels and the Aurora Township building. Mayor Richard Irvin that the development would be the first, quote, ground up, end quote, new construction downtown in more than a decade. Quote, they are willing to take a chance in Aurora. They believe in us. This is absolutely a beautiful development. It's on the Fox River, which runs through the heart of our community. This will create a synergy downtown. Close quote. If anyone ever dropped a quote. Uh, now, that's according to, or excuse me, that's uh, Mayor Urban, but uh, Mr. Daniel Resco, president and owner of DAC Developments, uh, also made remarks, and uh, they had a great press conference and a uh, photo with each other as uh, Mr. Resco and Mr. Urban clapped hands. Absolutely awesome. Uh, Resco called the development, quote, a labor of love for a lot of people, close quote, with both, uh, both with the city and the developers. It takes an army to do something like this. I can dig it. The development will have primarily studio and one-bedroom apartments, although some 40 units will be two- and three-bedroom apartments. The building will be on five stories with private balconies on about 45% of the units. One of the things the building would have in Aurora that is not in other developments is a swimming pool courtyard. 
that will be open, creating a view from North Broadway of the Fox and its shoreline. Oof. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something about that. Whoever moves in there, if you're a listener, if you upgrade, you know, I, you know, come, yeah, a lot of my friends are married and all that kind of stuff. Some of y'all are single forever. But uh, if, you, if one of y'all move in there, hey, throw a little housewarming party or something like that. Let me know. Come on. No. Curtis having a pool party, the new DAC developments. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, we live. <laughs> okay. Uh, according to the development agreement, the city would give DAC developments a $963,000 forgivable loan up front and about another $2 million in 2022. DAC developments would commit about $11 million of its own equity into the project and would secure about a $50 million loan. The time is 8, 12 a.m. And you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Yay! Sounds like a bunch of claws on the... But that's cool. Uh, Monica, if yes. you would be so kind, can you please... Take us to a commercial and let us know what's happening on the local tip. All right. Good morning and happy Monday. Here are your local headlines. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. And I'll be sharing our YouTube channel link, YouTube link in our chat. The Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez will be hosting the monthly Social Justice Committee meeting this evening via Zoom from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Representative Hernandez will be joined by State Senator Robert Peters, who will be discussing his work toward criminal justice reform. If you would like to attend, please register at the link that I will be providing in our chat. The team of Indivisible Aurora will be holding a ribbon cutting for their community fridge this Friday, November 3rd. Excuse me, December 3rd. This <laughs> is a long anticipated project by the team of Indivisible Aurora. This event has been shared on our Facebook page. Tomorrow at 1 p.m., there will be an awesome and inspiring presentation by Diane Nyland at Prisco Community Center and sponsored by our friends of Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. Diane is an author, filmmaker, and will detail her recent book titled Dismayed and Driven, A Look at Family Homelessness in America. This event will take place in room 103 at Prisco Center. Your donation of diapers and feminine hygiene products is very appreciated. The flyer has been shared to our Facebook page. So, the flyer, thank you very much, Monica. We appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Monica, giving us today's news. Yeah, that's Yay! right. That's right. That is absolutely correct. Karina Suarez Darden is here. Good morning to you, Karina. Good to see you all the time, dear friend. Karina Suarez Darden and her husband, Darnell, are the proprietors of Presidential Cleaning Services. Uh, that Look. If you need to get your office in order, if your house is is dilapidated, wouldn't be the correct word to use in this context. So it'd be a little bit much. So if your house is unclean, uh, hit them up, and they will get you right. They will turn. They'll get you blinging. You can uh, can learn about it here. Dan Barrero is here. Good morning to you, Dan and Maria Chirito. Good morning as well. Okay. So let's move on with the news. And how you guys, let me know how the weekend was uh, for you guys. Don't forget, let me know in the chat how your weekend was. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> U.S. Congressman Bill Foster and State Representative Barbara Hernandez are inviting Aurora residents to participate in an informational webinar at 3 p.m. tomorrow via Facebook Live. And it'll be on enrolling in the Affordable Care Act Health Insurance Marketplace. Bless you. Oh, bless, oh my. bless Monica, everybody. This mic's so good, they probably heard that sneeze. Like, oh, probably. somebody get Monica a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to get a tissue boy one of these days. Tissues. Okay. Uh, 
health insurance marketplace. I said that. I think I think I did. The open enrollment period for residents to shop the health insurance marketplace is now open through December 15th. Healthcare coverage is available. This is a quote. Healthcare coverage is available for every resident in Illinois through Get Covered Illinois, the state's health insurance marketplace. With the open enrollment period now open, it's important that individuals start planning and reviewing options so they can select the best option for themselves. Uh, close quote. Barbara Hernandez and Bill Foster will be joined by experts from Get Covered Illinois and the Illinois Department of Healthcare and Family Services with a webinar to help residents get their questions answered and to provide information regarding signing up for healthcare. Uh, can they see us? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh, hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good morning, everybody. Yes, you're tuning in to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Good morning, all of you wonderful here people. They can't see you. Why not? <laughs> you set it up that way, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> good morning, you guys. All right. Thank you, Jennifer Ryan Maiden and Victoria Hyla Maldonado. Okay, you can bring it out. Um, so residents, no, that's not what that meant at that moment. Um, so residents can also get free assistance from a certified application counselor to help find the best option for them on the Get Cover Illinois website. You know what? The, the crazy thing about it was, like, mentally, I was reading, and that came to my mind with the camera and everything. Um, GetCovered.Illinois.gov. Okay. Now, registration is also open for winter sessions of Little Saplings, a nature program series for children three to five years old presented by the Forest Preserve District of Kane County. Little Saplings... Hour-long programs include a combination of stories, nature hikes, songs, games, and crafts. Uh, The program takes place at Creek Bend Nature Center at Leroy Oaks Forest Preserve at 37 West 700 Dean Street in St. Charles. A parent or caregiver must accompany the child to the programs. And the City of Geneva is participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. The community is invited to drop off new unwrapped gifts at two city locations, the foyer of the City Hall Building Division, 109 James Street, and the vestibule at the Geneva Public Works Department, 1800 South Street. The last day to donate is Friday, December 10th. Uh, The need for toys remains high with many families still experiencing economic hardships associated with the COVID-19 pandemic, and that is according to Geneva officials. All right. Jennifer Ryan Mayton, Anna Sierra, all you people. Oh, Norma Peterson. Everybody. Look at everybody. Bianca Camargo is here. Look at the people, the whole community, even you. Uh, All right. So um, I think that that is very helpful and very much needed. And I want to show off something to you guys uh, because we can here. Our dear friend, and, and we love to, as Monica knows, and as you guys have, have come to know, um, what's beautiful and much appreciated here on this show with us is that if you send something to us and if you, you know, if, if you send us nice things, we will try to put it on our wall here. And we uh, got this framed from our dear friend Tracy Duran. Monkey, get a big cut of that. See if we can take that up. See that right there? That is the CB's enlistment poster, vintage Navy, right there, uh, that our friend Tracy Duran gave to us here on the show. Thank you, Tracy Duran. Right, Emily is here. Good morning to you, Emily. Emily is the proprietor of Zenloft Wellness Center downtown on Stope and Downer, right on top of QT3 Systems, right down the street from Treadwell. Great place, and we have a winner. We had a winner for our massage coupon. Bam! <laughs> Who else giving y'all massages in the morning time? Nobody, baby. Massaging your brain. Massaging your community spirit and partnering with our friends in town who can massage your shoulders. 
Get your relax on. All right. Aisha Saxon won the most recent one, and she will receive that at the next. At the next. Notices y mimosas. Oh, is that right? Monica, let us know about what is Notices y mimosas, Monica? What, what's that? What is that? So our fourth Noticias y Mimosas will be happening December 5th, which is this Sunday uh. from 11 a.m. <laughs> to 1 p.m. at Tavern on Broadway. Um, we're making a theme of like holiday festivities. So come dressed up in an ugly Christmas sweater or just, you know, Christmas ears or whatnot. Um, so we can all take a group picture and, and have it for, for the rest of our lives as memories. Awesome. Act very well said, ladies and, and gentlemen. Very guest, well said. And our guest speaker is Victoria Jaila Maldonado. Yes, that's right. Victoria Jaila Maldonado. She is an author. She's an editor. She's a mom. Uh, that trail of superlatives leads to one great person, a dear friend of ours. And as a matter of fact, that reminds me. Because, so check this out. As I mentioned, there, uh, we have a friend who is a, uh, he's a filmmaker and producer, and he likes what we're doing, and, uh, and he says, he says, Curtis, now this guy has made some awesome stuff. He, he produced the Bridge Bash video. If you were at Bridge Bash, the video that was playing, he, he made that. Um, if, the, if you weren't at Bridge Bash, you want one? You got the womp womp, don't we? <laughs> uh, but he says, Curtis, you guys got a very eclectic style. The word of the day is eclectic. Eclectic is the word of the day, Monica, if you be so kind. He said our style is eclectic. I appreciate that because we're trying to be, we are people who think outside the box, and this is an outside the box kind of show that we have going on here. All right, I got news about security cameras, which, um, Monica, if you could be so kind, take me to a commercial as I detail something. Love that word. I do too. Norma, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that word too. Eclectic. You know what's crazy? Norma Pearson says she can't wait to see everyone. I'm telling you, 24 North Broadway. First Sunday of every single month, Noticias y Mimosas. This is the fourth one. Victoria is going to be there. Anyway, Norma, you know what's crazy? Check this out. My mom is the one who, like, got me to learn to say that and brought that to my attention as a young. I, and I remember, I remember the day I learned what eclectic mean. And I was, or meant, rather, excuse me. I was young. I was in, like, middle school. And I remember, like... The sun in my mind just started shining so brightly. I thought I was, <laughs> I felt very empowered by knowing what eclectic meant. Um, anyway, I digress. That's not what I want to tell y'all about. I want to tell you about Aurora Downtown getting security cameras. Did you guys know that? Did you guys, did anybody know that? That more security cameras are coming to downtown Aurora? Well, I got the news, or rather we have the news, and we shall deliver it to you. The time is 8.25 a.m. Okay, Aurora will get a $1.2 million federal grant for more security cameras in the downtown. City officials were notified they have been awarded the money as part of the federal corridor improvements for rebuilding distressed communities, which the acronym appears to be CIRDC, which does not roll off a tongue in any decent fashion. It would be CERDIC. CERDIC? I don't know what the hell that could be. Who makes, the government should do, scratch, Monica, you know what, no, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, too much fun in the morning. But no, look, the, gov the government is supposed to make acronyms that roll off the tongue easy. That's the whole point of it. Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, ATF, DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency, JITAF, Joint International Task Force. Uh, I, I could go on. Um, EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, uh, CDC, Center for Disease Control. It's supposed to roll off the tongue. Who made this? Corridor Improvements for Rebuilding Distressed Communities. That doesn't even flow. Sir, DC? What? Anyway. Ooh. So, according to Aurora's chief management officer, Alex Alexandru, 
The city is likely to see the money at the beginning of 2022. He said the city applied for the grant about four months ago, thanks to work done between the city's grant writer, Information Technology Department, the Mayor's Office of Economic Development, and the Aurora Police Department. Officials identified about 40 locations where the city could use new or upgraded cameras. They include parking areas and transit areas. According to Assistant Economic Development Director for the City of Aurora, Mr. Trevor Dick, he said the grant was for cities that suffered damage during the unrest in the middle of 2020. Alexandru, Mr. Alex Alexandru said the additional security would go to good use with more and more attractions coming downtown, bringing more and more people. With more stuff coming downtown, quote, with more stuff coming downtown, this becomes more necessary, close quote. The city is unsure at this point if it will bid for new cameras or add it onto a city, a contract the city already has for security cameras throughout downtown. When the city recently purchased cameras for the Downer Place parking garage, it did so with an eye toward getting equipment that is compatible with the current software. Ooh. Um, according to Mr. Alexandru, quote, one of our goals is to consolidate and stabilize our system. I love that. I love that. Let's read that again. One of our goals, <laughs> I love it. One of our goals is to consolidate and stabilize our systems. That makes a lot of sense. One thing that we've always told you here on this show is there's no need to reinvent the wheel in many cases. Monica, if you'd be so kind, please take us to another commercial. Let us know what's happening once again on the local tip. Saturday, December 11th from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., you can find Sansa and Pizza at the same time in Aurora. There will be a great fundraiser for Judge Bianca Camargo at Mike and Denise's Pizzeria, located at 1760 North Farnsworth Avenue. The price is $15 for adults and $8 for children, and that price includes pizza and soft drinks. For our officials in a great Aurora restaurant on Saturday the 11th of December. Also, tomorrow, a free caregiver seminar will take place from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Enjoy motivational speaker and renowned author Loretta Vini in a conversation called Moving Caregivers from I Give Up to I Got This. The seminar, sponsored by H-Guide, Alzheimer's Association, and AARP, will present tools that every caregiver needs to thrive with confidence. And the link to register will be shared in our chat. There's a helpful and fun family event coming up for the month of December, working with great sponsors and community partners. The Neighbor Project and Aurora FEC, the Financial Empowerment Center, will provide information and more resources for free at this event. The date is December 11th, and the event will be from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at 1 East Benton. Sansa will also be on hand for cool holiday photos. Health resources will be provided by our friends of the VNA Healthcare as well. Please help spread the word and come out to this great event. There will be food, a DJ, and many great vendors. And that flyer has been shared on our social media. Yes, yes, it definitely, definitely has. Um, if you could, give them the... Now, there's news about... Uh, we told them there's coaches that are going to be at that event, at the uh, December 11th event. Uh, conchas and hot chocolate. That's going to be uh, quite tasty. Quite tasty. Love a good concha. Okay. Now, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on. Um, so, you believe that news should be for everybody to enjoy and take part in. I believe in the very same thing. Those of you guys just tuning in at home, good morning to you, good morning to you. Tracy Duran is here, and Tracy Duran gifted us what you see on our wall now, the new CBs. I don't know if you saw it first, Tracy, but it is up there. We got the frame for it. Monica got the great cuts. Yes, the cuts. 
Enlist with the CBs, Navy Recruiting Station. Our wall is growing, ladies and gentlemen. It's growing so much that we had to uh, had to switch it up a little bit and put some new things here and there. But uh, the wall is growing. Thank you very much for all of you guys who send us stuff. Our address is 5 East Downer Place. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. That's right. <laughs> um, so please send us anything, and we will definitely uh, share it on our wall up here. Okay. Um, so Monica and I actually over the weekend on Black Friday took part in a great, um, great community event. And I just want to highlight it real quick. Um, this is past news. It just happened, like I said, on Friday. But it is worth noting, I think, that, um, you know, we really do what we talk about in the news. Now, there's people in the in the chat who actually know that, like Karina Suarez Darden, like Tracy Duran, like Victoria Halamadonado, like Dan Santis. Um, but we want you guys to understand, I'm just gonna preach just for a little bit. So, you know, just hear me out. Like, I want you guys to understand that when you hear things on this show like volunteer or get involved or we hope to see you there, or please stop by. You could be hanging out with us. And that may not sound like the most fun in the world. Ha <laughs> ha, psych. Um, but we really do go out there and volunteer. We really do participate. We really do. Because we see ourselves as community partners who care about people. That's the point. That's the, that's the basil that gets sprinkled on top of the pasta at the end. That's the garnish of the whole thing. And as a result of that, I want to encourage you watching us to please get involved in your ward, in your community, on your side of town, on your street, wherever you're doing something at, or wherever there's a need at. Um, because we try to be the kind of people who give back on a continual basis. And to that end, uh, thank you very much to the VNA for all that you guys do and the local leaders who came out and everything because we were at New Community Baptist Church and we were also at Maine Baptist Church on Galena. So New Community is on New York, Maine is on Galena. And people were there. There's people who can't speak English very well or not at all, but everybody deserves the same chance, opportunity, and moment to help themselves, help their family, and be safe. Everybody. So, you are interested in volunteering and taking part in some good things, you can send us an email here at goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com and we will respond and we will keep you in the loop. And the time is 8.34 a.m. Okay. Now, here's something cool. Uh, the Paramount in Aurora is offering free COVID-19 testing before performances at a site near the theater. Um, and the idea came straight from Broadway. So we mentioned this last week that... Uh, Amber Mack, who's a producer and New Works Development Director at the Paramount, she went to New York to see a musical, and uh, there were immediate COVID-19 tests to those who were not vaccinated so they could still attend performances. Um, and now that idea has been brought to Aurora. One of the things that the Paramount has done that we know is that they've offered and created the uh, pay what you can system, so that despite the price of tickets, and despite the price of the theater traditionally and the show, um, anyone who's able to pay anything can still take part and see a show. So if you've only got 10 bucks, well, guess what? Your ticket is 10 bucks. Uh, that's a great initiative and it's very positive. But as we've also told you guys, you need to be, uh, you need to show proof of vaccination to attend your performances. Uh, so now the Paramount is offering that. And the testing site is a, it's a third party testing site at 5 East Downer Place, Suite A. Um, and that's just around the corner from us here. Bing, bing, bing. Um, and yeah. Now check this out. The whole point, according to Paramount President and CEO Tim Rader, is to make testing as easy as possible for patrons. 
For example, you can get swabbed right before a show, then go to dinner while awaiting results. Or you can come in a few days earlier for the 72-hour PCR test and receive results by email. How cool is that? How cool is that? All right. Uh, on the first night, the test site was open, according to Paramount spokesperson Jay Kelly. Jay Kelly, what up? Uh, 67 people called for appointments within a short time, and the, and the time slots for that Thursday, last Thursday's evening performance uh, had already been filled. How about that? More good news here from our great city. Um, Monica, I'd like you to deliver the Bally Doyle news. Now, we got news about our friend, and, 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 and it qualifies as that thing. It does. And that thing. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> All right. Our friends of Valley Doyle here in downtown have a great lineup of live acoustic dinner music Wednesdays through Thursday. John Platt will be featured. Will be the featured artist Wednesday through Saturday. Guitarist. Let me. <laughs> I won't go say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Our friends of Valley Doyle here in downtown have a great lineup of live acoustic dinner music Wednesdays through, thir- through Sundays. John Platt will be the featured artist Wednesday through Saturday. Guitarist John Platt rounds up 100 years of popular music for an eclectic show that includes music from every decade since the 1920s. Saturday the 4th will be Grateful Duo, followed by Dan Halfelt on Sunday the 5th. Valley Doyle also has a great New Year's Eve party coming up as well. With this end up, party favors, decorations, champagne toast, and late night breakfast buffet all included with your ticket. Seating on first-come, first-served basis. Doors to the showroom open at 7 p.m., but come early for cocktails and appetizers at the Valley Doyle Pub, which is open all day. Tickets are $25. For more information on all music dates at Valley Doyle, visit the link that I'll be sharing in our chat. Right. I know you got to go, so I'll go ahead and give these wonderful people the link. So the time is now 8.38 a.m., and this is the part of the story that you guys have, well, since, you, since you've been rocking with us, I think that you listeners, I think you listeners know what can happen at this show on a moment-to-moment, minute-to-minute basis. Uh, that's the life of live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Josue Pais is here. Good morning. It's by the parking lot. That's right, Josue, about the, uh, you're talking about the uh, testing side. Hello. Hello. Yes, we're back. Ah, Monica unplugged the mic too. That's crazy. (laughs) It's all good. Bye, Monica. Have a great day. All right, you guys. So we are back. Thank you, Anna Sierra. Have a great day, Monica. We wish her the absolute best. So, ladies and gentlemen, what happened? It cut off. Yes, Josue, it did. When Monica grabbed her laptop and picked it up, she took the whole cord and everything with her. We almost had to say goodbye to y'all. That's crazy. Um, I got some more uh, some more news and topics to talk to you guys about. The time is now 8.40 a.m. Harry Beast Dog Parlor, what is up? What's going on out there, all you great people? Okay, it's Monday. Uh, look, you know, the, she dropped the mic. Yeah, basically, she did. <laughs> Vanessa Rodriguez Aguirre, good morning to you, dear friend. Good morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, you know, I got to tell you. So I had this conversation just uh, last night. December is here. 
basically here, y'all. It's right around the corner. So let's, uh, we're ready for it, right? We're ready to go into a brand new year. We're ready for 2022, aren't we? I know we're ready for this week. It's Monday. We're here. They start off kind of rough, as Vanessa said, but we're here and we're ready to go. And we're doing good things and we're kicking butt. Um, but yeah, the, the year is about to end. And good morning, Aurora has has really, really, uh, we've done a lot this year. And I'm proud. But I feel like we want to do more. I feel like we, as a show, for you listeners, we want to do more. Now, because of that, Monica and I have been sitting back. We've been talking and chopping things up and kicking ideas around in our collective heads. But uh, we want to do more, and we're doing more. So we're going to continue to do great stuff, um, and we're going to continue to show you the community in an awesome light. And uh, our creativity knows no bounds. So with that, I'd like to tell you guys to stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in, first of all, but continue to stay tuned because we've got a lot of great stuff coming that you will absolutely love. I promise you this. I promise you that. You'll love what we got coming next. Um, <clears throat> we've got the Today on Aurora series that we started, so we give you the highlights and recaps because there's a lot of our friends who can't tune in live. Uh, in the morning time, but that's okay because we recap the news and it has a little bit of a comedic twist to it. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos, but uh, yeah, yeah, we have fun. We have fun. We do our thing and uh, a little bit of comedy for you guys. So let me know what you think. Share the videos when you see them. Hit the like button. We appreciate all of that stuff. Aurora, Illinois is our city. Aurora, Illinois is our our home, right? It's all of our home, and we're going to continue to highlight it. We're going to continue to be cheerleaders for Aurora. We're going to continue to do all that we can to make sure that everybody has a voice in this city, and I promise you this, I promise you, I promise you, we will continue to be the voice of our collective, like-minded, positive, forward-thinking, peaceful, progressive community. We will. We will. Oh, yes. We shall. We shall. We shall. Okay, we told you about Ballydoor, right? Shout out to Ballydoor, located at 28 West New York Street. I used to live over there. That's how I know it's a great place. Okay. So I've got some more news to tell you guys about, and uh, since Monica's gone, I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna open up the uh, camera here one more time for you wonderful people. Okay, I'm Team Good Morning Aurora. Thank you, Dora. Appreciate that, dear sister. We appreciate that. Okie dokie. So. Now, um, here's what I got. I got the Aurora City Council approving an amendment to the city's community development block grant plan. Now, that was just last week, actually. Um, check this out. And this is to help pay for renovations to mutual ground. The amendment allows the city to grant an additional $112,000 towards an overall 470, excuse me, 407, 407. <laughs> Gotta present correct information. It's not four hundred and seventy thousand. I apologize. It's four hundred and seven thousand dollars. An overall four hundred and seven thousand dollar portico renovation at the facility for mutual ground, which works to help individuals and families impacted by domestic and sexual violence. Friends of ours, we like and we have supported mutual ground for quite some time here on this show mutual ground does a lot and they've got a story and very a very great story uh here in the city of aurora and, and they have for uh many many years so good job to mutual ground <clears throat> okay according to chris ragona the city's community development manager uh costs have increased for the renovation originally scheduled for last year mutual ground has pledged an additional fifty thousand dollars towards the project the project would be to replace the signature columns in front of the historic building. The city council originally approved $245,000 in block grant funding for the project. Because of a delay in receiving the money, the project could not be bid until September 8th. 
That delay caused the prices to go up substantially. The most responsible bidder on the project came in at $379,000 and with other costs factored in is likely to be at $407,000. Hi guys, hey. I'm in Monica's chair. Ah, Monica got a good chair. Monica has a great chair. Monica's chair is better than, I'm working the camera now. See my chair? I don't have the swivel. Monica has the leather swivel, which makes you do all kinds of cool things. Uh, I don't have that. I've got the, uh, you know, I just got the stationary chair right there. Here's where the action is. Hey, okay. Um, so once again, the most responsible bidder on the project came in $379,000 with other costs factored in likely to be at $407,000. Because the building is historic and is part of the Tanner Historic District on the city's near west side some residents in the district were concerned that the process to repair a historic building was not followed alderman mike seville sixth ward shouts out great man in front of the show he asked city officials to explain that because the project will replicate the original historic design it does follow the guidelines um and according to alex alexandru chief management officer quote it is historic the key here is not a variation from the process it follows the intent of the ordinance and the design guidelines. Awesome. The time is 8.47 a.m. Where is Monica? Monica left. She went to class. She went to, she went to class. Monica leaves every day at 8.40, unfortunately. Last week, she was here past 8.40 because school was out. Uh, but Monica, yeah. Why y'all asking about Monica? Nobody cares about the host. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true mike wallace rest in peace he was correct mike wallace was so correct mike wallace rest in peace 60 minutes fame okay but in that same vein actually i'll tell you something um you know that's the love for me that's it for me it's the information, it's the team, it's all of us. It's not about me, it's about you. It's not about me, it's about Monica. It's not about me, it's about everybody. That's what it's about. Buenos dias, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Casildo Casey Cuevas. Good morning to you, dear sir. Glad to see you, glad to see you, glad to see you. Okie dokie. Once again, just to let you guys know, Bally Doyle, check them out. Wednesdays through Saturdays, live music for dinner time. John Klatt's playing all this week. All right. <clears throat> so I've got some news that I delivered to you last week, but it is still relevant because I don't know if you guys noticed, but there is a new variant of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic called the uh, Omicron, I believe. Omicron is how you pronounce it. Excuse me. Uh, the the uh, the strain relevant in South Africa appears to be making a journey. This is not about that, but it is about um, COVID nineteen spiking in uh, areas of five. Excuse me, in ages highest impacted group ranges from five to 11 also the newest group to receive approval to get the vaccine um now kane county is still seeing a large racial disparity in cases and uh this brings it home a little bit more uh, aurora's east side remains the zip code area in kane county with the lowest percentage of people vaccinated the 60505 zip code has around 41% of residents fully vaccinated as of, um, now this would have been Wednesday. This is Wednesday a week prior. Um, the zip code has around 41% of residents fully vaccinated as of that date, and that was according to the Illinois Public Health Department. Um, and also seen the highest number of COVID-19 cases of any zip code in the county since the beginning of the pandemic with 10,011-17. Uh, excuse me, 10,117. Yikes, what the heck is going on? Oh my gosh. Man, sip it up, sip it up, sip it up. Ah, okay. Uh, Elgin 60120 zip code has the second highest number with 7,000, 
679 cases. Health officials said in October they're having a hard time reaching residents of the 60505 zip code in Aurora to get the vaccine. They're having a hard time? Well, let's see what we can do about that. All right. The time is 8.51 a.m. Now, I am, as you know, I'm going to get on my mini soapbox as we close out. But I've got some local things to tell you guys about, too, which I will detail to you um, right now, as a matter of fact. So many things are taking place that uh, it is sometimes hard to get a grip on everything. But here at Good Morning Aurora, we try our absolute best to give you all of the news, all of the time, anything that's relevant, helpful, fun, uplifts the city, and makes things happen. So uh, to that being said, again, let you guys know that we created a brand new series for our folks who cannot watch the show live. We recap things with a little, com uh, little comedy and humor, and that's called Today in Aurora. So when you see those videos get posted later on, uh, they will post about three o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. We did a whole week last week, Monica and myself. Uh, so check those out. Make sure to hit the like button, share them, and subscribe to the show. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. December 14th at 5.30 p.m., there's going to be a great event taking place at French 75. You are invited. We're all invited to join an evening in support of our local state representative and Kane County Commissioners, Myrna, uh, Myrna Molina, Monica Silva, State or excuse me, uh, Kane County Board, and uh, State Representative Barbara Hernandez. Once again, that'll be at French 75, 56 East Galena Boulevard. There will also be a raffle for German imported beer and other prizes. Oh, yes. Anna Sierra. Yay! Yeah, we did, Anna. We did. Yes, we did. We decided on a name. Yes. Anna, you're so sharp. We did decide on a name because in Spanish, it's like La Hoy de, de Aurora as well. So it kind of flowed good. So little, it could be for Buenos Dias Aurora, too. We're working on building that one up, too. Anna Sierra, shout out to you. You're so sharp. You are so sharp, Anna. Okay. Today at 11 a.m., Alderwoman Juani Garza is hosting the Mexican Consulate Ambassador Reina Torres Mendeville at 11 a.m. in City Council Chambers. All right. Like to hear that. Casildo, thank you very much for sharing that with us, brother. Um, very cool. 11 a.m., you guys. Tune in. Is there... Is there a link to watch that live? Will it be live, Casildo? If that is, put that in the chat for us, please, dear sir. Okay. Now, um, here's something else coming up with our friends of Simply Destiny. Envision Workshop 2022. Join the workshop. And this will be December 15th from 6 to 9 p.m. A vision board workshop. Simply Destiny is located at 122 West Downer Suite 121. It's time to celebrate you, and if we want to bring change, first we have to believe in it. Join Simply Destiny and a panel of women that will discuss the importance of empowerment, diversity, and overcoming adversity. Excuse me. I think I... Did I mess that up? Overcoming the importance of empowerment, diversity, and overcoming adversity. Okay. I didn't mess it up. I just, it just kind of clicked all... To me. For more information about the workshop or workshop or sponsorship, please contact Liza Oliva at 708-926-4979. That number again is 708-926-4979. Okay. Now, uh, the next thing to talk about and tell you guys about, besides Noticias y Mimosas, will be our friends of McCarty Mills. So our friends of McCarty, <clears throat> excuse me, wow, I got a little, <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what the heck is wrong with a brother, but I got a little frog in my throat. I guess I got to sip my coffee a little bit more zealously. I think that'll be the word of the day tomorrow, maybe. All right. So our friends of McCarty Mills Taproom, they had a great small business Saturday, and I think that McCarty Mills actually um, is one of the best places in town. And if you have something going on, or if you are interested in, you know, getting something going on, holler at McCarty Mills, get to know them. Uh, they do a lot of events there, a lot of pop-ups. A lot of our friends have had things going on down there. Um, but please. 
please reach out to them. Get to know McCarty Mills. They are a great place run by a great family. Okay. Now they have a, they've got a limited amount of some great new IPA or a new spirits here. Double Barrel Maple Praline Sleepy Bear, Barrel Aged Coffee Vanilla Sleepy Bear, and Liquid Loves Gene Sleepy Barrel Wine Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Don't miss out. They open up on Wednesday. Get to know them. Check them out. Shout them out. The next time you're in there, let them know that you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. 140 South River Street, right across the street from the Aurora Public Library. Got to make sure that our restaurants get love. Got to make sure that our establishments get love. Gillerson's Grubbery. They had a great small business Saturday as well. But uh, got to make sure to hook up and patronize our restaurants. If you notice, when I was reading you the uh, story about uh, the new development coming in with the apartments, um, did you notice where I, I mean, I told you it's by the township building, yeah, but there's Jake's Bagels and there's La Quinta. So it's going to be right in the middle of two restaurants. Now, the more people who patronize our restaurants, the more people who go to the Paramount, the more people who take part in downtown and have fun in downtown and do things in downtown, the more that happens, the better off we all are and become. And I say all. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, hold on, Curtis. If I'm, you know, how does people going to restaurants affect me? I live on the west side. How does that, what does that matter to me? Here's why it matters. The more people that frequent our city and spend their disposable income in our city and help improve the quality of life, the standard, the more people that that happens to, or excuse me, the more people that come in and take part, it makes the city look better and prosper. Now, Vanessa Rodriguez Aguirre just brought up an absolutely wonderful point, which I'm going to pivot on right now. I hope Jake's is not displaced. You know what? I hope so too. But I'm not going to I'm got I'm not going to pepper this with pessimism, but I hope not as well. Because Jake's has been there a very long time and is a staple in the community. So, I would hope that they don't get displaced as well, I think it's a promising sign that both developments are going to occupy the same space, but uh, we'll have to see about that. We'll have to see. I hope they aren't either. And I, I don't anticipate, but you know, we're not part of the economic development team, but uh, I wouldn't anticipate that they would have to, but okay. Tracy Duran says, from what I saw, they noted that it will be between Jake's Bagel and the township building, right? So it's not like they were going to take Jake's Bagel. I think they would have, if that could have been done, they probably would have done that and gotten rid of Jake's Bagel. I think the whole plan was designed to keep Jake's Bagel in mind. So it looks, you know, it looks promising. It does. And I think that there's room for both. Obviously, the plan has been approved. But we'll have to see about that. But anyway, um, yes, let us remember that the more people who come in and patronize the city, take part in what's going on here, the better it is for the city. Because remember, if they come from out of town and they go to Altero and then they go to the Paramount, okay, now they just saw Stope Island. Bam. Oh, what's this about? French 75. Oh, what's that? Let's go check that out. And if they, you know, if they're going to the venue and they want to go to Tavern on Broadway, okay, so they walk in Tavern on Broadway. Well, guess what? They see the Good Morning Aurora sticker in the, oh, what, what's this? Huh? What's, now they, no, Tisha C. Mimosas, see that? That's how it happens. If they come see one good thing, we got other great things to show them. And then we got them. We got them, ladies and gentlemen. If they want to talk about going to, oh, let's, uh, Let's go to the Dueling Pianos event at Aurora Public Library. Well, guess what? Hey, honey, what do you want to do? Let's grab a beer. Where can we get a beer? McCarty Mills, you right there. You see that? You see how easy that is? Just like that. We have great things in this town. Let's continue to show them off to people.
I ranted a little bit. It's nine, now 9.01 a.m. That is it. I'm going to wrap it up. Monica's gone. Let me wrap this up right now. So I want to say this. It's Monday. We're here. We're motivated. We're ready. We are happy. We're blessed. And we are a community. Let's remember that as we go into the week. Stay safe. Have a great day. And we will return tomorrow with a great interview. Take care of yourself and each other.